In the wrestling world, the people are represented by two separate but unequally important groups. The wrestlers and bookers, who literally do all the hard work, and the fans, who endlessly nitpick and overanalyze everything they do. These are their stories. Hey! It's Warhorse and you need to shut your mouth, open your eyes, and clean out your ears, because it's time to listen to the Raw and Order podcast. That's right, they're bringing you the best in all that meaty podcasty goodness in one, what is it, an hour, two, who cares, who gives a shit, you need to listen to it right now, or else Warhorse is going to, I don't know, roll your ass! Welcome to the first ever exclusive Twitch version of the Raw and Order WBU, the only wrestling podcast on the planet to have just become Twitch affiliated and doing his, their first show right now. I am your host, Detective Mark Sparks, and I am joined as always by my partner in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K. Fay. What's going on, man? How are you? Good. How are you, man? Well, I mean, I'm not good. Let's be honest. There's been... The sporting world has not been kind to me. <laughs> this, uh, this has been a not fun week for, uh, well... Nebraska fans. Nebraska and... fans. And I was going to say not fun week, but it's two decades. Not fun two decades for Nebraska fans. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about it before the show, uh, and I know people don't tune to this to, uh, to, to talk wrestling, uh, to talk Fan, uh, football, but they rather wrestling. But we're both in Nebraska, so we're Husker fans um, by default, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, the Huskers fired their head coach today, which we we both agree. I'm not entirely sure that's the best move. Um, it's by sure not the the best move financially um, because he had a buyout clause. That cut in half October first. In half, yeah, yeah. Awkward, so huh? them firing him today was like a nine million dollar extra they had to pay. That if they just yeah. waited a few weeks, they would have saved that now, and not my money. So, whatever it is, though. I mean, you're a taxpayer. Why well, am? But I mean, the the one thing the the University of Nebraska sports specifically their football team, is almost entirely donor-funded. Um, which means it still doesn't really come out of our taxes. It comes out of the donors' pockets. And if the donors, if this is what they fucking want to do, you know, um, more power to them. But that's a lot of money to pay to fire someone. You know what I mean? Like, I, uh, I, don't, uh, I don't disagree. Uh, I don't... Uh... A lot of money. Especially when you could have just waited a little longer. And yeah, just wait price. a couple weeks. A couple weeks. Three weeks. And then you can be like, whatever. But. But nope, they they fired him. And so, I, you know, I think that means they've just given up on the on the week entirely. Um, for, or the year entirely for him. And I guess, you know, uh, some people thought he was the, the chosen one. He was going to bring balance to the force. Um, and some some didn't. And uh, 
He didn't bring balance to the force. No, no. Well, he didn't didn't bring. I mean, maybe he did bring balance to the force. It was just the wrong direction. You know uh, that that argument lies in Anakin. I mean, the Jedi ruled the universe. Did he bring balance to the force? Kinda. Mm-hmm. Kinda. Well, you know, I mean, to use to use Star Wars talk, um, I mean. Technically, Vader did bring balance to the Force. There were dozens yeah. upon dozens of Jedi before him, and then after him, there were two that were in hiding, and then a couple other that sporadically have stories about them. So he did bring balance to the Force, just not in the way people wanted, apparently. And maybe that's Scott Frost. Now, I've also said there, there are some things that were outside of Scott Frost's hands that I think hurt the Huskers. I think moving uh, 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 divisions, conferences, what was it, 10 years ago when we moved? More than I think that. It's been rough on us a little bit. I think that, I think that was the I, – I know financially it was a good choice for us, but from a football standpoint, we were big dogs in a small pond in the Big 12 – and we moved to the Big Ten, and now we're small fish. In a well, we pond. were equal-sized fish with an equal-sized pond. I don't know if we were equal-sized. I think we were... We were financially, slightly, we were. Financially, but I, from a football power standpoint, we weren't. True. You know, in, in, uh, in the Big 12, True. we were constantly in the top three in the division. Even... Even in our bad years in the Big Twelve, we were still in the in the in the hunt. Um, and yeah. then uh, we moved to the Big Ten, which you know sooner or later they're going to have to change that name because I mean there were more than ten in there for a Before long we time. Started, yeah, uh, but now because didn't they have two more teams start join up this year? Or pledge this year to join next year. There's a uh, lot yes. of people in the Big yes. Ten. Yes, so um, they they were at 14. Now they are at 16, yeah. and it looks like it could go even larger than that. Yes. Um. So yeah, six, 60. You know, I, I get it. Big 16 doesn't sound as good. Um, but. You know, I think we're we're in terms of football, we're small potatoes in this big pond. They mix my analogies. There's potatoes in our pond. Yes, we are potatoes in this pond. But sorry. Um. But anyways, let's get to wrestling because I think we've got a lot to talk about with wrestling this week. Yeah. Um, yeah. We we touched on at least one of them. Um, yeah. yeah, we we went we went out on on I I went out. Well, let's call spade a spade on this thing. I went out on the FBI on a forty minute long rant, um, of of what I thought needed to be done for uh for AEW after the fight. And yeah. uh, I we feel like joked around as a fantasy booking. Mm-hmm. I feel like publicly we haven't we don't know exactly what happened, but I feel like backstage, at least from what 
we've seen happen on 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 Friday that they've uh, at least done a lot of the stuff that I ranted about. Uh, I feel like TK put on his big boy pants and said, "Listen, you guys, you can't." You, you know, there were still people shit. coming at coming at him on fire about uh, about not interrupting, and and I don't know if you're that blindsided. I mean, sometimes you have to process what's really going on. Like, you know, I I understand that. I I still think. Even then, there there was a point he should have been like, well, 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 you know, let's listen, let's uh, let's take a step back, let's talk about this, let's let's do this elsewhere. Um, I'm, you know, I was one of the people coming at him for that he didn't stand up, didn't stand up for his own guys. You know, uh, on that, but. But that that was me, you know, and and he since then he did. I mean, obviously he put on like I keep saying his big boy pants, but he he, he obviously did something to uh to clean things up a bit because seven people, uh, at least seven people suspended. And the reason I say at least seven people because uh. Ace Steel and CM Punk were not on the list of suspended because they are potentially fired. We just don't know yet. Yeah, we don't know. We know where everybody else stands. Those are the mm-hmm. two we don't know where they stand. Yeah. It has they, not been stated whether or not it's just a suspension yeah. or going to be more. Ace Steel may be dealing with some legal stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, the one thing I will say, oh, from all the reports coming out of, of this, like, uh, the, you know, the, the reports from the CM Punk side were like, you know, they busted down my door and they were threatening me and I had to, I had to fight. I had to throw hands. And, uh, and the, the reports coming from the, the elite side, uh, were, were just like, Hey, he said, you know, if you have a problem with me, come to my door. My door's always open. So we went and we knocked knocked on his door and and he we opened it and he immediately started throwing hands and there wasn't anything we could do. Uh and you know, um I I'm sure the truth is somewhere in the middle, right? Uh but that being said, there's one thing in the report that I 100% believe and 100% buy. And that is that Kenny Omega was more concerned with saving the dog. The dog was distraught because of the chaos happening. And he was more concerned with how do I save this dog than he was with... Throwing uh, fisticuffs. Throwing fisticuffs. And then Ace Steel started biting his head. Uh that's uh that's Wait, the I didn't hear I didn't hear the biting his head part. Yeah. Ace Steel apparently was trying to bite I don't know if his head or his arm. I'm not sure. But I just heard about him throwing stuff. Yeah, but Ace Steel apparently was like biting. And I I like here's the deal is CM Punk's side was they came here to fight, so I started fighting. And if you're Ace Steel and your boy's getting 
jumped three on one. You know, of course he come to his aid. You know, I get that. I understand it. Uh, of course, the other side is they didn't come three on one to to uh, throw hands. They came at the very least four on one to talk because one of the people that they brought apparently was the chief legal officer for AEW, who's also kind of the number two in AEW, right? Hmm. So feel like he wouldn't have gone to fisticuffs. Yeah, she. Yeah, she definitely she, would not have. Yeah, and, but that's the deal is, and she she was one hundred percent not there for fisticuffs. Um, now you could make the argument that they brought her there as a witness. Um, I feel more likely they brought her there as protection. Well, as a mediator, you know. Listen, you've obviously got beef with us. Let's let's have this this legal counsel here to talk between us so that we can figure this out. And then CM Punk starts throwing hands. And... I, I feel like this, the biggest thing that this has done more than it's not going to affect AEW in the long run. Um, it temporarily affects some of their EVPs as performers, but more than anything else, this has shown us that CM Punk is the problem in CM Punk's life. Mm-hmm. Because we believed that it was Vince. We believed it was Trips. At least a, a personal beef between him and Trips. Um, and we've seen himself work himself into a shoot before when when Trips did the King of Kings gimmick and Steph came out and said, the best wrestler in the world. Um, and CM Punk rolled his eyes in the background. Yeah. Like, this, he's he works himself into a shoot all the time. Mm-hmm. And and at the end of the day, you have to know you're an actor. Like, I kind of feel like he's a diva. Like he's the definition yeah. of, of a diva. Well, let's see. Let's, I mean, it, it felt a lot like deja vu because this was really a very similar way to how he flamed out in WWE. You know, he starts taking himself so seriously. Um. That then he, you know, like he works himself into Which a shoot. Which makes me believe that, truth be told, he probably did say um, smack about, about uh, or probably did try to get uh, 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 Colt Cabana regulated to ROH. That's probably true. Which sucks. It just sucks. Yeah. Also makes me think that he's the uh, issue in the Colt Cabana issue. Mm-hmm. Hey, no problem. But, but yeah, no, that's the deal. Is I mean, whenever someone immediately starts saying, you know, hey, I'm not the problem. Someone else is the problem. I start to wonder if they're not really the problem. You know what I mean? Like, you start pointing fingers the other way. I, I really do feel like the old saying, when you point a finger, there's three more pointing back at you, uh, is pretty true there. Yeah, I, I I wanted to believe that WWE was the problem before. Mm-hmm. And I can't help but believe now at this juncture. You know, it, it, it's the asshole, the asshole theory that we talk mm-hmm. about so often. Yeah. If one person has a problem with you, 
it might be that person's fault. If everybody has a problem with you, it's probably your fault. Yeah. And that's the deal. It's in the end. Uh, I, I'm, I'm still, I still consider myself a CM Punk fan. I like watching him wrestle, right? Yeah. He is a good wrestler. He does entertaining promos. Um, I, I thought his promos were great until until he made, until he works himself into a shoot. Until he works himself into a shoot. And listen, did did uh, Hangman Page go off book, you know, into business for himself with that promo? Maybe I don't know. I mean, here's the thing: uh, we've been talking about it since AEW started. They don't script their promos, right? They don't have a writer backstage saying, "Here's what you say." Uh, they just. They just, you know, are there, right? They say, here's what your promo needs to say and however you want to say it. And so for for Hangman Page to come out and say, I'm not, I'm not defending this title to you. I'm defending it from you, right? Uh, I mean, that makes, makes a lot of sense now, you know? Was I also really- think what a great promo. Yeah, was that going off script? Maybe. I mean, was going into business for himself? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what he was told to say. Uh, but did it make a good promo? Did it make me uh, want to watch that match even more? Yes. Did they put on a great match? Yes. Right? Fucking. But that was three months ago. Yeah, also, when when's the time to let it go? Yeah, let it fucking. I mean, Jesus, we, we have an entire children's movie based around the concept of let it go. Right, maybe that's the problem. CM Punk never had a kid who wanted to watch Frozen a thousand times. Uh, well, I mean, I speak from experience. AJ could be his his kid. I mean, she's quite a bit younger than Aaron. Uh, that does bring us uh, really quickly before before we get too far into it. One of the things with being an affiliate is there will be ad breaks. We haven't had to do ad breaks on our show in quite a time. So we've gotten used to no ad breaks, but there will be some ad breaks during this. I uh, I hope to be able to warn everyone before they happen. We've got, I, I want to say, about 15 minutes or so before we have to do our first ad. Uh, I don't know what they're going to be. We'll find out. But... Anyways, there's a lot of fun features being an uh, affiliate, though. Um, so if you are uh, following and all that stuff, you're going to start earning channel points that you can turn in for, for some channel rewards. Uh, there's subscriptions Ooh. that we can do, channel reward requests. Uh, that um, Like, you can, you can uh, pay some channel points. Channel points are earned just by watching, by the way. These aren't, these aren't bits. These aren't uh, money you spend. They're just... And you can uh, send a request to uh, have us sit up in our chairs or have a drink or uh, shout you out or, or do, do a bunch of stuff. Um, stuffs. Stuffs are cool. Stuffs. You can even spend some to get special emotes that are only available emotes. to subs even if you're not, not a sub. Sorry, (laughs) wanted to make sure I got got that point across. Yeah, but anyways, so um, we will have to do ads at some point. Well, but we'll play it by ear on that. 
Why are we going to do ads from our ears? Well, that's where they go. They go in your ears. <sighs> I really hope there's a toilet paper ad. Me too. I don't know why I would want toilet paper so badly, but what a wonderful ad. What else in the in the world of wrestling? I mean, I feel like all week long has been that. I mean, that that's been MJF's phenomenal. Uh, MJF is fucking. I I've said game. this before. I think we've all said this. His not only his Twitter game, his Twitter game's on fire. Um, for for shouting out uh, ringside news, the worst dirt sheet uh, as being the least biased dirt sheet. That was fucking phenomenal. Um, he he also shout shout out. Shout, gave a shout out to Pete Rosenberg, um, which, you know, fuck Pete. Um, I have beef with Pete. Um, you but, had steaks with Pete? Nope, just beef. Not the good beef. Like five, five guys or? But. Uh, I'd be happy to have five guys with Pete Rosenberg. Not because of Pete Rosenberg, but because of five guys. Yeah, I, I definitely, definitely would have uh, five guys with pretty much anyone. Right? Yeah, fucking. Uh, but, but also, yeah, I mean, promo. My worst enemy calls me and says, "Hey, you, uh, you want to do some five guys tonight?" My answer is probably now. I want a five guys ad. I will personally cut the five guys ad if five guys is the ad. Here's the deal. I don't get a say in what the ads are. I'm just saying. If we do get a say, and we can make it five guys, I'm down with five guys. But, uh, but in terms of MJF, his promo on Dynamite was fucking great. Yeah. Comes out all babyface in a Buffalo Bills jersey, hams it up for the crowd, talks about how great the crowd is, and how he came back for them, and all of that. Um top tier uh, and then Mox comes well, out and is like cut the fucking shit we know why you're here and he, he pretends for a second and then the switch flips and he's back to the MJF that we know and love love to hate it. yeah um, it's a pretty hateable fella pretty hateable fella but yeah his Twitter game this week oh um, on Raw, MJF, not MJF, Dominic, sorry, we were still talking about MJF. On Raw, Dominic made his, his choice official and uh, sided with the uh, the Judgment Day. Still fucking dumb. Um, against both Ray and Edge. Uh, we had a fatal four-way... New Day versus Lotharios versus Alpha Academy versus Street Profits, which didn't really matter because Braun Strowman came out and beat the tar out of all of them. So that's the big return there. Braun's back. Braun! I will give him that. Uh, he's got new ring gear that looks a lot better than the tattered jeans that he wore before. Uh, so I always thought it was weird that those jeans came from when he was part of the Wyatt family, right? Yeah. Yep. And they looked great. They were perfect for his position in the Wyatt family. But then he went off on his own 
and he didn't change his ring and attire. never changed anything for his ring gear, you know, and still came out in tattered jeans. It made no sense. So this new ring gear is better. Um, it also WWE fits him better than any other place would have, right? I mean, he was in Cyn. Uh, <clears throat> controlling his narrative there. That's fine. But, I mean, I think we've seen CYN is not really a competitor, no matter how much EC3 wants to build it as that. Because every single time they have anyone on CYN who uh, gets even the slightest bit of hint at a job at one of the other majors, they fucking bolt. First chance they get, you know what I mean? Karrion Cross did it. Braun Strowman did it. Uh, there have been a half a dozen who've started showing up on Impact instead, um, or NWA, or almost any other place. Well, because at the end of the day, I mean, how much can you control your narrative? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, there has to be a, an impartial third body or a partial third body that that understands the the marketing aspects of it. The, the I I think it's even more sim- simple than that. You can want to control your narrative all you want, but at the end of the day, bills need paid, right? Yeah, yeah. And if you're only selling out 200, uh, 200 member bars, yeah. If, if you're Braun Strowman, who's had million dollar paychecks the last ten years, uh well, maybe not ten years, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Eventually, you you've built up a lifestyle that demands a certain income, right? And you can tighten your belt and cut some things here and there. But your house, wherever he lives, it costs a certain amount. Your His car, whatever he drives, costs a certain amount. His insurance, his health insurance, all that stuff costs a certain amount. You know? And CYN, he may have been able to squeak by with what he was getting in from CYN. But then uh, WWE comes. And even if he took a half half his old salary at WWE, he's still paying his bills again, you know? The same thing with Karrion Cross. Um, you know, CYN might, may have been a short-term thing, but he was always going to go someplace else, right? Whether it was AEW, who apparently negotiated with him but didn't have an interest in, in Scarlet. I don't get that, but whatever. Um... Yeah, even the women's division needs jobbers, guys. Yeah. And Scarlet's not that bad. No, she's, I'm just she's saying. She's not my I mean, favorite, but in the in the grand scheme of things, she's, you know, she's she's better than half of the divas from the diva era. You know? Oh, sure, sure. Um, and so, you know, and and she has, she has marketability ju- even just as Carrying Cross's valet manager, or whatever you want to call her, you know. Correct. Um. So, so in that respect, it's like why why they didn't want her. I don't get it, you know. But WWE was like, "Yeah, bring her with you," and he's like, "Okay, cool, boom, get me that check. I'm coming back now." Yes, Triple H being back in charge had something to do with it. Not saying it didn't. Um, but those dollar dollar bills had a lot to do with it too. Um, 
Aaliyah and Raquel Rodriguez uh, beat Dewdrop and Nikki SH in a non-title bout. Whatever. Yeah, that's a... I don't know what's going on there with the whole Dewdrop Nikki SH storyline. Story line. It's, it's so weird. It's, it's problematic for me because it shows signs of a Vince McMahon potentially still being behind the scenes. I don't want to believe be. he is, but... Because they go down to NXT last week and challenge NXT before the pay-per-view. Uh, and they put on a great match down there and everything, they look like they might be back on track. And then they come up here and they just get beat the tar out of by the, the tag champions. So it makes you wonder. You know, what's, it's kind of like when... steps here? Yeah, when Vince McMahon had control of WWE, of Raw, but not of NXT, people were treated like stars on NXT and then jobbers on on monday night raw um and that's what it feels like they're doing there because they went down there they had a great match with the champions and then they come up here and they have a not great match with the champions. and i know i know that the um the belief is that the current and uh, the current wwe women's champions Aaliyah and raquel rodriguez are placeholders for the coming Sasha and Naomi Sasha and Naomi right I know that's the belief I don't know whether I don't know if it's true or not <laughs> or true or not I don't know yet well I will find out but that's at least the the belief that they've built up right or what most people believe um but you you still I don't know make the rest of the division look okay you need to do that you know um, Austin Theory got his first name back. Yeah. Um, and then got beat up by Kevin Owens. So the it's been continuing the storyline of Theory getting his ass kicked. Which could make for a good cash-in. Mm-hmm. He cashes in on somebody really weak and then schmozzes off to try and avoid having to have a match ever. Uh, Damian Priest beat Rey Mysterio with the help of Dom. Bobby Lashley uh, had a cage match against The Miz. And unfortunately, the only thing we talk about coming out of this is not Dexter Bobby Lumis. Lashley <laughs> looking dominant or anything like that. It's that Dexter Loomis showed up out from under that the, was the, the 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 overhead picture of him, of Miz looking down and seeing Dexter Loomis was gold. I just the dude plays a great creeper. He does. The assumption is he's not actually a creep like that in real life, but if he is, you know, you found your calling, bud. Yeah. On dynamite. Excuse me. It started off with uh the update from uh TK. Uh, which I I feel like he should have addressed the situation in some way. Because all he said is, after the events of All Out, I've been forced to vacate the titles. See, so we don't really typically talk about what we're going to talk about on the, on the podcast mm-hmm. in person. However, I mm-hmm. did call you that night because 
mm-hmm. I was excited about it. And I disagree with you. And so that's where I'm, I'm kind of glad we're having that conversation. Um, because I think he did just fine. I, I, I think I think he knew that everybody knew. Uh, I think... I think everybody knew... I think the air quotes hardcore fans knew, but the air quotes casuals don't. Um, and I, you know, I know I've gone on and off about... I don't think there are casual fans. There are people that watch and people that don't. But if you look at the viewership for Dynamite this week, a lot of people tuned in to start off the show. Um, and then it went down and down and down after that. And it was a good show. It might have been the best Dynamite of the year. Well, I mean, you lost your you lost your your viewership after that triple threat because that was a fire match. How do you beat that? It, if, if, the, if the you look at the match. if you look at the quarter hours, first quarter they're at one point two million, second quarter hour they're at one point one, third quarter hour they're at one point oh five, fourth quarter hour they're at nine nine hundred thousand. It was it was it was it was basically just a uh, a line down. People tuned Still. in for the start, and then and then once it was said, and so a. There could have been. I, I I appreciated him doing it at first. At started off, get it out of the way. But some people suggest that it would have been better to build up for the announcement, right? Whatever, right? But here, all I'm saying is, you don't have to go into details. You didn't have to say after the horrendous fight between our champions and all of this stuff, after, based on what CM Punk said, his unpre- unprofessional behavior. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to do that. But acknowledge that there was a fight backstage. You say, listen, after the fight that erupted backstage following well, all out. I, he didn't say the words media scrum, which should have been an, uh, yeah. a conversation. Media scrum, something, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's what I said. All he, all he needed to do, and I'm, I'm putting this in the minor gripe. I wish he would, have, he would have done this, but I don't think it was the worst thing. I just wish he would have said, after the fight that erupted backstage following all out, I've been forced to... Vacate, vacate the titles, the titles. um be- because that's that at least sells a new storyline based off of it right um sure. the elite can come back cm punk could come back down the road and you could build a storyline about how they don't get I feel like you just butthurt that there wasn't the, the get along shirts i am a little butthurt there no get along shirts at all um but I'll get past that. But anyways, so then he announced there's going to be a tournament to crown a new champion, which I suspicion the tournament was already planned and they just re rejiggered it to be... Why, why would it be already I think it was going to be a number one contenders tournament. Oh, I think it was going to be a number one contenders tournament to sell a bunch of storylines. You didn't think they were going to roll right into MJF? I think MJF was going to deliver basically the same promo he delivered. Where he said, I see this number one contenders tournament and I'm not in it. But it doesn't matter because I've got the chip. I'm the winner of the, the ladder match. So I've got my shot whenever I want it. Right? Which is effectively the promo that he delivered. As it was. 
So I think that that's exactly what they were planning. Him to do that promo. Him to say, because if you look at it this way, right? Um, that tournament that they announced, I'm trying to see if I can pull up the bracket. I don't see the bracket here. Anyways, that tournament, you had Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen, right? Uh, already scheduled to be taped that night. So you had Sammy and Darby there. Um, and they cut, and Darby cut a promo, a pre taped promo backstage. Now, yeah, that could have been done. There were, there were three days in between. So uh, you had a, a story being told with Hangman Page um, trying to, to come back. You had a story being told with the trios where he wasn't available for the trios match, Death Triangle versus. Uh, best friends in Orange Cassidy, right? Okay. So I think that the the tournament was already planned to be a number one contenders match. Um, to set up the first number one contender for CM Punk, I think it was set up to to build up a new star. That's why Darby Allen was in it. That's why uh, uh, Sammy Guevara was in it. All of Sammy them are. Guevara. All of them are set up to go against people that they've either had troubles with before um, or are in or a program. Troubles with in the future. Yeah, or building troubles with in the future. Uh, you know, Brian Danielson is in the middle of a, a feud with um, Jericho. Jericho. Just had a match against Jericho that he lost. And then on Wednesday, he wins the match versus Hangman Page. And now he goes against Jericho next week, right? Uh, so all of this number one contender, I think was just designed to be a number one contenders match. I think, um, that Kenny Omega was going to be in it and they had to, you know, figure some things out for Kenny Omega to not be in it. It's probably why Darby's in it, to be honest with you. Um, I, I think it's why Mox is in it, to be perfectly honest. Uh, Reports have be going Kenny versus Mox. Reports have it Mox was supposed to be on vacation. Like, he joked about it in his promo. But reports have it that he was legitimately going to be taking three weeks off. Um, So if my theory is correct that this tournament was pre-planned, then he was a a late addition replacing someone. Um, But we're now going to have a Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara. Versus a Mox match this week. I'm excited for that. Um, Danielson versus Jericho. I feel like even if you do, you know, Mox, just postpone your vacation uh, for this one match and Mox loses, I'm, I'm not mad. <laughs> no. Well, and here's the thing. Mox can lose it and not lose any face because... Sammy Guevara is part of a heel faction. Uh, Correct. So they can cheat to win. So there can be cheat to win, which there already was. That's how he beat Darby. Was uh, uh, Anna J came out and tried to affect it from one side, leading for there to be an opening for heel tactics on the other side. Uh, so they can have Mox lose due to heel tactics. Uh, and Sammy Guevara go on. I think most people think they the final is going to be uh, Danielson versus Moxley. 
Um, I can see Rick where that's the bring up of a team. Well, or just who's really the alpha of this team? Can this team survive them going against each other? I think the way they've built uh, BCC, uh, it, it doesn't necessarily have to break up the team because the whole thing was they had to fight to get into the team in the first place, you know? True. Um, and, and that would be a great match. You know, it would be a great, you know, pay-per-view championship match. Uh, it would be a great way to uh, crown Brian Danielson, the AEW champion. I think that's the way you go. Of, Makes the most of, sense. Of the people in this tournament, I think that's the way you go. Uh, because um, Mox is a two-time champion. Yeah. Uh, he just recently lost the match. It doesn't hurt him to lose a championship match. He's already been built up. And then he can go take his time off and take his vacation, right? Uh, I do not feel like Sammy Guevara is quite there yet, even though I'm a huge Sammy Guevara fan. Sammy Guevara. I fully believe he's he is the star of the future. Um, but of the future. Oh wait, no, that's 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 not the important word in there is of the future, not of the present, not of the now, right? Um, Are you always living with your brain in the future, man? It's galaxy brain. It's always two seconds ahead. Galaxy brain. Mm -hmm. All right. Anyways, um, but yeah, no, I, I, I believe that that's, I, I was surprised Sammy won, to be perfectly honest. I thought they were going to go with Darby winning. Uh, when I saw the heel maneuvers go on, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Darby doesn't lose anything because he was cheated on to win. Sammy Guevara can go on. Have a, I, you know, D Darby versus John Moxley would have been fucking great to see fire yeah uh darby uh, darby versus brian danielson in the finals would have been great to see i think this gives them a chance to build up someone my uh, my my pick if i were to be putting together the final match for this I, again i still think brian danielson's the way to go in terms of who wins the tournament and becomes the champion um but i think Sammy Guevara versus Brian Danielson would be a great match to highlight one of your future stars. He can come up short even with heel tactics. Um, <clears throat> Brian Danielson could carry a paper bag to a 10-star match, um, and Sammy Guevara is way better than a paper bag. Side note from the Media Scrum weekend, not that particular Media Scrum, but... Um, did anybody ever expect to see a moment where the only five-star match for the weekend was WWE? Meltzer. What you, I mean, I, somebody did expect to see. Well, you called it being the best match. I don't yeah, know if you said it'd be a five-star. I don't know if I said five-star. I'll give you that. I did say potential match of the weekend, though. Yeah. Well, you said match of the night, not the whole weekend. That AEW would outperform. But again, that comes down to the physicality. That it is nice to see stars given for massive physicality 
not just flip-de-doos um, and pure work rate. Um, I guess physicality does fall under work rate, but that's a different sort of physicality, man, or a different sort of work rate right there. Mm-hmm. Those guys beat the fuck out of each other. And what I'm talking about, for those who haven't heard yet, um, Dave Meltzer gave of all the matches we had over Labor Day weekend, um, Dave Meltzer gave that weekend one five-star match, and it was Sheamus versus Walter or Gunther. Gunther. Trying to see if I can pull up. Uh the star ratings for weekend for all of them. I mean, that was definitely the uh, star ratings of the of uh, the night. That was you know, but I'm trying to remember. So all out. Um, the casino ladder match, three point two five stars. Pac versus Kip Sabian. Oh, I disagree, but he only gave that two stars. Uh, Wardlow and FTR versus Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns. Gave three and a half stars. Elite versus uh, Hangman Page in the Dark Order. Four and a half stars. Which was potentially the match of the night. Um, Powerhouse Hobbs versus Ricky Starks. 1.75 stars, which... Let's be honest, that's about where it should have been. Right? Jade Cargo versus Athena, another squash, 1.5 stars. Swerve in Our Glory versus The Acclaimed, which may have been my match of that night in terms of all Swerve in Our Glory. Oh, wait. Uh, Four and a half stars. Eddie Kingston versus Tomohiro Ishii, four and a half stars. The women's Fatal Four Away, three stars. Miro and Darby Allen and Sting versus the House of Black, 3.25 stars. Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho, 4 stars. And CM Punk versus John Moxley, 4.25 stars. Uh, he was a little savage to, to uh, that uh, yeah. Jade Cargill match. Yeah, he he was not... I didn't hate it. Particularly ha- yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I understand I, that it, I, I could even give it. It a wasn't a five star match. It, it wasn't even a three star match, but one and a half stars is a little bit less than I probably would have done. I'd have given it a DNR, if, if anything. Like, mm-hmm. if you're going to dock it for being that short, then just give it a DNR. Did not rate. Yeah. Um. So for uh, Clash of the Castle, uh, Madcap Moss on the Street Profits versus Austin Theory and Alpha Academy. That was the kickoff show. 3.25 stars. Edge and Ray versus Finn and Damian Priest. 3.75 stars. Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky versus Alexa Bliss, Asuka, and Bianca Belair. Four stars. We've already mentioned Gunther versus Sheamus. Five stars. Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler. 3.25. Seth Freak and Rollins versus Matt Riddle. 4.25. And Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Four and a half stars. Um... don't see I'm trying to see if I can find because I don't see a uh, did he not do NXT I don't think he did he normally does 
just not seeing it here, so um, let's do. had to go to a different thing um to, to, to braun breaker versus tyler bait for the championship this looks like it's going in backwards order but 4.25 stars katana chance and caden carter versus dude drop and nikki ash this i feel uh he's harsh on only two stars for that mandy rose versus blair davenport versus Mika satamura 3.25 stars uh, Diamond Mine versus Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen versus Gallus versus Pretty Deadly for the Unified Tag Champions, 3.25 stars. Carmelo Hayes versus Ricochet for the NXT North American, 4.5 stars. Um, I think all around, I think he was harsh on ratings. I think the Gunther versus Sheamus match was probably worth more than five stars. Yeah, but you're a mark. It's my name. Yeah. It's you're also a mark in wrestling. It's four fifths of my last name. Anyways, uh, I feel so, like I feel like you've had your name too long if you've decided that it's actually uh, four sixths, two thirds, because you have an S at the end of marks. That that was added at Ellis Island, so I don't claim it. Oh, you're going back to your heritage. You're... They decided "smark" was too uh, too weird oh, and hard to pronounce, so they added an S to it. Smart. Anyways, oh, okay. as as uh, for dynamite, yeah, the trios championship: Death Triangle versus Best Friends and Orange Cassidy. I really like half a dozen times in this thought that Best Friends were going to pull it out, and that's where storyline. Storytelling comes into play. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's telling the opposite story that Athena and Jade Cargill told. It was telling balance in the division, balance at the top of the division. By the way, Athena and Jade Cargill. At the point, where is he at? Where did I put him? Oh, he's back there. He's right behind Orange Cassidy, right there. I uh, finally got a Chuck E. T. action figure, so I've got him back there with Orange Cassidy. He was Chuck E. T.'s a joke next to Brent or Trent. Yeah, hey, uh, if there was a Trent Beretta there, one I would have bought it. If there had been a, uh, a Chris Atlander, I would have bought it. I want to get the whole Best Friends family together. Wow, um, wow, wow! Best, best friends. friends. Um, I also. I don't, don't think I can turn enough that you can see him. He's in there. I have a Hangman page that I finally Ooh. opened up. I think I showed it last week, but so I got my Hangman page and I got my Trent, or my uh, Chucky e. T there. I need my Trent Beretta now. Um, gotta keep my eyes open for it. Anyways, uh, I thought I just thought this should have been the time you finally crown uh, best friends. They've been some of your top merch sellers. Orange Cassidy is one of your uh, most popular superstars. Um, and also- I deeply enjoyed him and Bach facing off in the ring. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I really, you you know how uh, Penta has his zero miedo. Uh, yeah. I really wanted uh, uh, Orange Cast to be like whatever. It'd be too much work. But anyways, I just thought this was this was the time to to uh, get rid of the always the bridesmaid, never the bride of them. You know what I mean? I also and I kind of I think I even said this uh, to you that or maybe it was on fantasy booking. I think it was fantasy booking. I said I just didn't think it was time for us to have someone with two belts. And that's what Pac is now. He's he's Tupac. <laughs> Uh, Tupac. Um, uh, but I'm ching. But it still was fucking. Your people thought he was hanging out on an island with Elvis. Yeah. Uh, you had the interim world championship. I, I I think here's another thing I I want to throw out to Tony Khan. Uh just fucking stop with the interim shit. Stop. Yeah. Just if someone can't yeah. defend a belt, have them vacate. But right. you saw how that worked out for uh, Finn Balor, and he didn't get his title shot later on. So I know I understand it. That that's a shame for Finn Balor, but uh, I sh- I shouldn't have to say Tony Storm is the interim world's champion. Um, she should just be the world's champion. Uh, but t- Tony Storm versus Penelope Ford was a good match. Penelope Ford always delivers uh, decent. Tony Storm is awesome. Um, well, I mean, so imagine for a moment on the interim, what happens if Punk beats Mox the first time? Does that mean Mox is only a single single time champion? One time. That's champion? that's the deal. Is when you say interim, does it count? I, I I would say it counts, but then you have two champions during that time. That's confusing. I don't like that. So. That's why I think they just need to get rid of the interim title, just in general. Just nope, you are you are the champion. Uh, TNT Championship match: Wardlow versus Tony Nese. Wardlow just destroyed Tony Nese. It was what it was on that interim run. Just because we were there, I would say that you can do a no champions advantage match. For that person when they come back, like you have a guaranteed future title shot because you did mm-hmm. relinquish your title for injury, so you've got a guaranteed title shot without champion's advantage against the champion when that time comes. Or just be consistent and say you will have your championship match and give it to him. You know, I mean, you you bring up Finn Balor; it didn't work great for Finn Balor, but. Uh, that that is an inconsistent booking standpoint. That's not a that's not an inherent problem. I, I, I like the idea of removing champions' advantage. I like the idea of of it uh, in other situations. Um, I just don't think you need to go to that part for this. You just say, "Listen, you had to vacate. You're going to get your shot when it comes back, but we need a world champion now." There's no other sport that does interim world champion, right? No. Uh, boxing no, doesn't say interim world champion. If you're not able to uh, defend... Boxing sometimes does. 
I've never seen it, so I'll look it up. But I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. Um, as far as I've ever seen in boxing, if you're the world champion and you're unable to defend it, you vacate it. Um, but there are like a dozen boxing leagues, so maybe I missed one. An alternate title that was a, an interim championship is an alternate title that was awarded by the sanctioning bodies of professional boxing and in other combat sports, such as kickboxing, professional wrestling, and mixed martial arts. It has, in fact, happened. It yeah. hasn't happened a lot in professional boxing. WBC did it for super middleweight David Benavides, super welterweight Sebastian Fedora, and flyweight McWilliams Arroyo. Feel like I need oh, to get those my... are current interim champions. Feel like I need to bring up a who the fuck is this shirt now. Um, but I don't follow boxing super well, so who knows? But it doesn't matter. I still think interim champions is a, is a fucking joke. If you can't defend it, you drop it, and then you come back and try to get it again. That's the rule, right? And if you can you can even make it a contractual thing. Like, remember back in the day we always had the storyline where if you don't defend your belt at this pay-per-view, your the clause in your contract says you vacate the yep. belt. Every 30 days, I remember that. Oh, no, I have to defend it. And so you just have it be like that. Listen, I can't defend my, my belt at this pay-per-view because I'm injured. Well, that sure sucks to be you, Thunder Rosa. Uh, but because of that, if you don't defend it, you must vacate that title. Um. Since you didn't lose it in a match, we will give you a shot to get it back later. Uh, but for now, you are no longer the champion. Hand the belt over. Because I th I think it lowers Tony Storm. Right? Yeah. You're you're only a temporary champion. You're just the interim. You didn't actually win <sighs> that belt. You're um, just a temporary. Yeah. yeah. Uh... Wardlow defeated Tony Nese, beat the shit out of him. Uh, Powerbomb Symphony. Um, I thought it was great. I thought it was super great that it started off with Tony Nese bagging on Wardlow's physique. That Wardlow isn't isn't as ripped as him. Look at my abs. Look at my pecs. Look at your pecs. And he literally like reached up and touched his boob. <laughs> yeah, lifted. Booby slapped him. Lifted uh, Wardlow's boob. Like, yeah, look, your your pecs aren't as tight as mine. And then Wardlow just destroys him. Um, and then the the promo afterwards, he reminded everyone that this is still Wardlow's world and he's going to to rule it. Um, I think it's something that Wardlow needed to get back that kind of momentum. Yeah. Um, then we had the first of the Grand Slam Tournament of Champions. That's also part of why I feel like it was pre-planned. Is that uh, tournament of champions, uh, Grand Slam going into their Grand Slam show at Arthur Ashe? I feel like they had already planned to have this big tournament with a big payout at Arthur Ashe Stadium. It's called the Grand Slam Tournament of Champions. Let's put a bunch of champions in it, former champions uh, for the number one contenders. Anyways, uh, Brian Danielson versus Hangman Page. Danielson won. It was a really good match, all in all. Um, it continues to set up this storyline of Hangman Page 
being lost and not able to win ever since he lost the belt to CM Punk. He's kind of lost focus, lost in his head. I think that's a great storyline uh, to have there. And then the main event for the night was the Ring of Honor Pure Championship match. And this is part of why I think it's so sad that the ratings dropped so much. Only about 800,000 people watched this Ring of Honor Pure Championship match. Um, Daniel Garcia versus Wheeler Yuta. They put on a fucking clinic out there. Uh, and, and new. And Daniel Garcia is your and new Ring of Honor Pure Championship. Which I think... I think that tells a story with Daniel Garcia because the whole story with him was, is he a sports entertainer or is he a wrestler? Well, how can you claim to be a sports entertainer when you are the Ring of Honor pure wrestling champion? You know? Sure. Yeah. Um, also, I think it sets up Daniel Garcia um, and potentially Wheeler, Wheeler Yuta to leave AEW and join Ring of Honor full-time once Ring of Honor relaunches fully. Um, yeah, uh, and and be focal points of the Ring of Honor division. Uh, and then, of course, at the end, the Code of Honor post-match handshake, Brian Danielson came out and officially strapped the belt around uh, Daniel Garcia, um, leading to uh, Jericho throwing a hissy fit. Wasn't totally a hissy fit. It was a hissy-ish fit. He might lay down on the ground and start kicking. And... The man is too classy for that. Well, you you are correct. He did not, uh, did not throw that sort of a hissy fit. But he still threw a fit. Anyways, but it's, it was still, it was a good match. I just was sad that, like, it didn't get as many views. Um, Going on to SmackDown, Braun is now officially part of the SmackDown roster, uh, roster which that's fine. Uh, Solo, Sokoa made his, yeah. Solo Sokoa made his SmackDown debut as part of the Bloodline, as we knew. Uh, Hit Row and the Street Profits versus Maximum Male Models and Los Lotharios happened. Brawling Brutes versus Imperium. I kind of figured that's the way they were going once uh, once they put Imperium back together. Because there's really only one other trio currently active in um and that's the bloodline. So it's either the bloodline or the brawling brutes. Uh, and yes, please to that one as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this will this will be great in the long run. Both of them will be great. It's nice to see Imperium back together. Uh, it's sad that they all had to change their names to do it, but whatever. I I still think. The problem wasn't so much that they changed their names. It's who got which which name. Uh, I think Ludwig Kaiser should have been Walter's new name. Uh, And then I'll say it was it was that they changed their names. Just 
Don't do it. It's so dumb. Especially when you're Walter. Now, the, the thing is, I get it. Walter's his real name. And he even talked about it in an interview this week. Or maybe it was last week. He said, Wal- Walter's my real name. They wanted to be able to monetize it. I get it. This is wrestling. Wrestlers change their names. You know. Um, my thing, again, is Gunther is a henchman's name. It's not the leader's name. In my mind, I hear Gunther and I think... That's the guy who gets yelled get at work, by the leader. Bitch. Yeah, get to work, Gunther. Gunther, go bring me my bag. Gunther, why haven't you washed the car yet? I get it. I just... Uh... Uh, whereas Ludwig Kaiser... Even just Ludwig. Call him Ludwig. I I think I would have been better with, you know, but... Um... <laughs> Aliyah and Raquel Rodriguez beat Toxic Attraction in a non-title match. We have Toxic Attraction now on SmackDown, which I would, I'm interested to see whether that's going to be a real permanent thing or whether that was just a one-time call-up. Um, I mean, importantly, Mandy Rose didn't show up with them. Um, so are they separating them? I don't know. And then they had the Fatal Five Way Number One Contenders Eliminator match with Xylee, um, Lacey Evans, Natalia, Sonya Deville, and Ronda Rousey. And this was just to set up more story with Ronda Rousey. Um, the worst part is Liv coming out and holding up the title, like. Just the whole thing. I don't know. There's just better ways to, to move Ronda back into that picture if that's what you want. But. I don't know. I, I don't know. I just don't go. I don't I don't get it. Either. So but. but and uh then we had Ronda Rousey uh meet up with she Shayna Baszler backstage. That's going to be a thing um i mentioned the tag match after the match we saw a bit backstage or maybe it was released on social media i can't remember exactly that suggests that maybe la knight is going back to the la knight gimmick instead of max dupree yeah and maybe he's gonna keep the max dupree name but start acting like la knight again although i don't know max dupree wasn't that much different but no, not really. Um, it was nice to have uh, Solo Sokoa debut um, against Drew McIntyre and yet not get destroyed by Drew McIntyre because Karrion Cross came out and put him in a straight jacket. Cross jacket. Cross jacket. That's Cross jacket. Right. Yep. Cross jacket. I am very excited to see where that storyline is going. Um, Roman not being there, almost in a in a straight up embrace of healness. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, no. I mean, here's the deal: in the end, we're 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 gonna have him part of the bloodline. We gotta have him. 
Did you put it in the ad? Uh, I have not yet. Uh, it's supposed to be, I think, three minutes from now. Oh, shoot, it was 15 minutes, like 15 minutes ago. Uh, I said about 15 minutes, but that was 17 uh, at the time. I just didn't want to say, oh, it looks like we'll be the ad in like 17 minutes and 40 seconds. Uh, there's a timer right here on my screen. I'm looking at to know when the ads are. Okay. Because I'm fucking freaked out about it. Did we tell everybody that we're part of the Tetanus Co podcast? Because that's uh, we did it. not. I mean, we did Phil not. Brooks. Phil Brooks dominated our thought process. Yeah. This well, we still have Rampage to talk about. Um, okay, go ahead. And uh, that's weird. Anyways, we still have Rampage to talk about, and uh, the time. Since last ad just went up, and I don't know why. Uh, Maybe it just automatically inserts in itself. It's not supposed to. I'm supposed to press a button, and the automatic you, insert turned off because I wanted push to make buttons. sure no one missed our shit. Ooh, uh, on rampage, miss our shit. I mean, if no, someone put our shit on cam, if someone throws enough bits at me, you know. Bits. Bits. Uh, Rampage, we had the Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara match, which was great. Um, and of course, Anna Jay, uh, Sammy Guevara powerbombed Darby Allen onto his own skateboard. Trucks up, by the way. Um, that, that was the part about it that made me cringe at home. Trucks up? Yeah. Yeah. It, it wasn't that... He powerbombed them on the thing. It was that the trucks were up. The trucks were up, man. Yeah. But um, we had Serena Deeb versus Madison Rain. This was just a chance to give Serena Deeb another win. Um, Madison Rain, I think... I. I'm torn right now because I know she brings a lot to the table as a coach. Um, but this was a spot that one of half a dozen other women's wrestlers could have filled. You know what I mean? On Rampage. And I feel like we would have been better off with one of those half a dozen other wrestlers. Maybe. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Madison Rain's fine. But, you know, uh, I could have seen, um, I don't know if Riho's not in the company or country anymore. Yuka Sakazaki might not be in the com- country. I keep trying to say company. Uh, uh, Kira Hogan hasn't wrestled on tv in a while julia hart hasn't wrestled on tv in a while uh the bunny hasn't wrestled on tv in a while i don't think abaddon's been on tv in a while this would have been a great spot for no, Ab- abaddon's last televised uh wwe or not WWE, a dynamite or rampage match was the one against rip baker mm-hmm. that was like a year ago almost. yeah it's been a while 
It's been a while. It's been a while since, since I, I saw Abaddon. Red Velvet. We could have had Red Velvet out there as Link. But nope, we had Madison Rain. She was fine. It was, this match was to set up Serena Deeb. So I don't know. Maybe maybe they wanted uh, Serena Deeb to beat the tar out of someone. And, and uh, they didn't want to waste one of those other people. I get it. And then the main event, Claudio Castagnoli versus Dax Harwood for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Uh, Claudio still has it. Claudio still has it, although this was a great match. I mean, we knew Dax could wrestle. Uh, sure. There's no argument there. Uh, but it was nice to see him showcased a bit. But but otherwise, I mean, Rampage was good. CM Punk, like I said, like you're saying, he kind of dominated our thought process. Every, every where we went, we heard CM Punk, CM Punk, CM Punk. Yeah, I don't even know that I want to give him the credentials of calling him CM Punk. I just kind of want to call him Phil Brooks from now on. Yeah, Phil from Chicago. My brother asked. Was this a roid raid situation? I said, listen, it would be one of the biggest scandals in professional wrestling if CM Punk turned out to be on roids. Um, Since he's famously straight edge. Uh, And famously superstar. Yes. You know, I mean, so, so much that there was even a, a point in his debut where someone offered him a beer and he just looked at him like, don't you, don't you even know who I am? You know? Um, I just, in the end, like I say, it's, it's so tough because I really, really want really? to, to, to like CM Punk. I'm a fan of his in terms of as a wrestler. In one second. Hey, welcome back. Hey, welcome guys. back. Welcome back, everyone. Hey. Um We just came subscribe up with you don't see those ads. Yeah. So maybe That's maybe a, if you don't like to see ads. An ad free experience. We'd sure love to give you an ad free experience. But anyways, in terms of like this coming week, I We've got the two uh, semifinal matches for the the uh, Grand Slam Tournament of Champions. I expect Brian Danielson will win versus uh, Jericho. It it makes a bit of symmetry for him to win after losing to Jericho at the pay per view. Fifty fifty booking. Yeah, but also, I mean, Jericho won because of cheating. And if there's a way to stop the cheating, then Brian Danielson wins. Doesn't hurt Jericho because he's a chicken shit heel. Uh, Ooh, yes, chicken poopy heel. Chicken poopy heel. The worst thing they can do with that is have Jericho and Guevara win. I'm sorry, is have Jericho and Moxley win, or um, uh, yeah, it'd be Jericho and Moxley would be the worst one they could do. Yeah, I don't want to see that one again. We've seen it before. It doesn't tell any stories for the other pieces of the storyline. Except for maybe that Jericho has the Blackpool Combat Club's number, I suppose. Yeah. I like that. I 
I would love to see it be Sammy Guevara versus Brian Danielson in the final. Sammy Guevara. And then Brian Danielson can still win. You know, uh, that can be fine. But. So many different ways to book that. Maybe we'll talk about it on Fantasy Booking. Maybe, maybe. Are we going to have a short show tonight? It might end up being a short show. I mean, it happens sometimes when we don't have Mr. Talkative. Uh, talking over himself. Talking over himself. Oh. Well, yeah, I don't have much more to say other than fuck Phil Brooks and... I'm pretty sure he's the guy, and pretty sure he's the reason that he has problems in his life. Yeah. Well, that's the deal. It's, I mean, I I like CM Punk the wrestler. I like CM Punk the storyteller. I don't like CM Punk the I'm more important than the business. I, I said it, I think, the other day. It, I think it was telling in the media scrum, he he at one point said, I'm trying to run a wrestling business. Not we're trying to run a wrestling business. I'm trying to run a wrestling business. Ooh, we just got our first, first uh, re- channel reward uh, request. And that's Hydrate-ish. That's what I drink. Oh, so we have to drink? Yeah. All right. Do I have to actually hydrate? Is it? Is it? I I specifically said. I, have... I specifically set it up to not say water because originally it was uh, it was uh, you know drink some water, right? Remind them to drink some water. I'm like, how about we just say instead drink some of your beverage. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, is there one where I have to do the rest of the podcast topless? Because if somebody does that to us. No. There, There's one for us to shout them out. One for us to take a drink. One to remind us to sit up in our chairs and have better posture. And one, they have to spend a bunch for it. But one that... Uh, uh, they uh, get to force us to not fucking curse for a certain. Oh time. fuck that noise! What? Uh, how's that? How much is that? A fucking lot. Um, what did I set that at? Uh, fifteen hundred. Um, and uh, it's only ten minutes. X day on the airing sway for ten minutes. That means all of us. Ooh. If, if if we're completely honest about this, that one's gonna be a top one for us. Yeah, I I uh, I don't know if I could handle that. That's why it's a challenge. That's why it's Ooh. a reward challenge. But, but yeah, I think this will probably be a short. Like like we'll talk fantasy booking, but. What I want to see this week, this isn't fantasy booking, 
This is more just storyline. I want to see them build up a storyline around uh, the best friends losing the uh, trios championship and maybe getting fired up enough to try to win it. Because I really thought this was their chance to to course correct and 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 put a belt on them. They've been workhorses for your company since day one. They are AEW originals. Um, apparently, Big JC says you need to wake up. He's a dick. Fuck him and then tell him to fucking go by the no squaring thing so yeah. I can't call him a dick. Fuck off, dick. Anyways, um, I would like to see... We know him, so so I don't, I don't think he's going to fuck off. We, uh, I would like to see some storyline set up in WWE, uh, maybe... Maybe giving, giving a Rollins a new storyline that's not Riddle-related would be nice. Um, fuck, I would like to see... I would love to see something Judgment Day related that doesn't have Dom involved, but I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. Yeah, I think for the time being, we've got some Dom. Yep. So. I don't know. I'm excited for Extreme Rules. We don't have our matches set yet. Um, we have we have more in that tumultuous AEW figured out than we do at WWE. And and there isn't a pay-per-view for what four months with AEW. There is a premium live event though next Wednesday. Or two Wednesdays from now, sorry. The next time they go to fucking Saudi Arabia. Who? AEW? No, WWE. WWE. Is that the next one? I don't fucking know. No, it's extremely Earth next. I don't know if it's in Saudi Arabia. They just went overseas. Why would they go overseas again so soon? Be- because of dollar dollar bills, y'all. Dollar dollar bills! It is the traditional October pay-per-view, though. Is uh, Crown Jewel, is that what it is? Yeah. Stream rule Saturday, October 8th in fucking Philadelphia. They haven't announced uh, another. I wonder why they've transitioned to Saturdays. Uh, I suspicion, this is just me throwing out there, that it's NFL related. Oh, that makes sense. Um, For the time being. Um, and more specifically, because they keep trying to do more stadium shows, and stadiums often have NFL teams. They do. And therefore, you can't do a stadium show on a Sunday. That being said, a lot of stadiums also have college football teams. Wow. So, um, that makes Saturdays tough, too. Yeah. It does. Um, and, I mean, here's the deal. Weekend shows during football season are always going to take a hit because of football, right? I mean, we can talk all we want about 
uh, baseball being America's sport. I, I, yeah, that's in name only. That's purely based on the tradition, not based on reality. Uh, baseball gets one-fifth of the ratings that NFL gets. Uh, baseball and just has more sports, more more events. More events. They play, year. play so many games. Um, and, you know, one of the things that baseball wins out on, at least in some ways... Is their games are during the week sometimes, you know, often. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, instead of being a a weekend thing that people plan around, it's a weekday escape from work, you know. That being said, yeah. it's part of why I'm glad I don't live in a town with a vibrant baseball MLB team that I wanted to be a fan of. Because I'd never be able to go to any games. Because half of the games are in the afternoon on, on weekdays, and I'm at fucking work. Mm. Boy, I'm glad no one cashed in that no, no cussing one as of right now. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. Fucking Clash of the Castle made us feel that way, too. Having yeah. them do it on Saturday morning. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. 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 And cartoons and stuff. Do they still do Saturday morning cartoons? I don't think they do. Uh, I don't know. I honestly don't. Anyway. But, but anyways, this will be a shorter episode, I think, just because of that. Uh, it's also weird because of our uh, Twitch exclusivity, getting all that figured out. Um, and that we don't have JLB here to fucking say stupid, stupid shit and make us make fun of him for half an hour. You know, sadly, he's, 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 uh, I feel like both of us are tired and he just, I'm, I'm beat. I trained a dog all day. Oh, I got a dog. Did I tell you I got a dog? I think I you said dog. you were getting a dog, uh, but I, I don't think I talked to you since you got one. She's a bitch. Hey, that's a double entendre. Yeah, that's. That is a, a pun that was intended. Yes. Because all puns are intended. Yes. Unless you're a fucking coward. Um well Still I don't hope, have you on the no swearing. I hope she did uh good on the training. Um, we're working on it. Today we uh, trained her on where her invisible fence is, and so she had a couple moments where she yipped. Got a little bit of a wake-up call. Little, 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 I gotta shake my head. Oh, oh, that hurts. Yeah. But we will be back in a couple days with our fantasy booking, where I'm sure we'll have lots to talk about because we actually uh, have the news from AEW to go over and stuff. Um. And yeah, hopefully JLB will be back uh, for that one. But on that note, we're going to go ahead and close the book on the Wrestling Booking Unit. Uh, for those who came to our Twitch exclusive, first Twitch exclusive affiliate one, thank you for joining us. We enjoy uh, having you. We enjoy having you. Uh, we will 
be back in a bit. Make sure to follow us on all of the social medias. You can follow me at Raw and Order WBU pretty much anywhere, um, whether that's Twitch or Facebook or, uh, well, not Facebook or uh, YouTube's or any of that place. Um, uh, I'm going to put this out here at the end, even though I know only Twitch people are following or watching, watching it right now. This will eventually be posted on YouTube and and all of that, so you can watch it there as well as on a regular podcast thing. You can follow DA Fabe at... DA Vincent K. Fabe. Right and this is me being asleep, so, yep. so there, Big JC. Yeah, there. Yeah. Um, and you can follow JLB at all the shit that's going to be uh, in, in the doobly-doos or wherever. In, Just in remember, we have a link tree down below in our description. Yep. Um, it is there, not in can... the doobly-doos. It's in our description. Our description. You page. can uh, head to our merch store and get things like the Sasha Bear or the Pissant Podcast or the autograph shirt that's like right behind uh, DA Fabe right there or one of our many other uh, things there. Um, but yes, thank you all for joining us. We will see you soon. Deuces.